This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's Wednesday. How the hell are you? Got a couple of new things for you guys. Y'all like new things, right? Y'all like new things. Check out my new my new mic flag here, right? <laughs> I essentially made it myself, all right? I originally went to, uh, I wanted to go with a company called Impact PBS. If you do a Google search for custom mic flags for MB7 microphones, uh, Impact PBS pretty much has the, they pretty much have the monopoly on it, right? And um, so I, I went to go order one from them, but they found my logo offensive. They found my logo offensive, guys. <laughs> so they asked me, they actually asked me to change my logo and stuff because they're like we think it's uh ex- expletive of women right because of this of this gal right here right coming out of the water because you know women aren't supposed to swim be in swimsuits that's expletive of women <laughs> so i said you know what cancel my order forget about it um and so i i went I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna change to conform to your woke nonsense right so um, what I ended up doing was I went on uh, Etsy, right? If you go on Etsy, you can get a plain white flag like this, right? I think the guy who makes these, he just 3D prints these in his house or something. And you can get it for like eight bucks. And then I went to Vistaprint and I ordered uh, a bunch of these stickers, right? To put on it. Easy peasy, right? Um and then you're, uh, the, the problem, though, with ordering it from Etsy is it doesn't come with foam. It's supposed to have, like, foam on the inside. So I went to Walmart, right, looking for, like, packing foam. They didn't have any. And uh, so what I ended up doing was I went to the painting aisle, and I got some foam paintbrushes and super glued them on the inside. Works, works like a charm. <laughs> so um, I, I look like a, a, like a professional podcaster, right? Did you guys hear my dog? She's shaking. You're supposed to be a professional. What are you doing down there? Anyways, screw you guys at Impact PBS. I guess you don't like the color of my money. Go woke, go broke, whatever. Uh, Behind me also, right here, I also have a new belt on my wall, right? My girl, Nurse Chick, got me a replica of the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt. So I put it up and I put my NWA world title uh, in the closet for now. uh, put Put it away for now. Um, neither of these compare to the real world championship though, guys, none of these. Okay. This is the real world championship talking about the undisputed world manosphere championship that I'll be defending at summer smash against that jabroni Glenn Lawrence. All right. Now check this out. Kevin Savo, you guys know Kevin Savo. I played one of his clips last week from his Savo series. Kevin Savo had to add his little two cents in, right? He's he's worried that Glenn is going to hurt me. Okay, watch this. 
is going on here. I've watched Glenn bench press people, rather uh, shoulder press people over his head. This, if this is gonna be real, it's 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 just not safe. Could get hurt. I don't wow, think this is a good idea. Kevin Sabo, I appreciate your concern, brother. I really do. But in the words of Darth Vader, I find your lack of faith disturbing. It is the only person who should be worried about getting hurt is that jabroni, Glenn Lawrence. Mm -hmm. He might right. be able to shoulder press people above his head, but he'll have a hard time doing that when I clock him over the head with a steel chair and I put him through the Spanish announcer's table at Summer Smash. This match will be in Las Vegas in September. Las Vegas is it. the world capital of gaming. If you're betting against me, Kevin, you're making the wrong bet. Yeah. Yeah, he can't shoulder press me over his head if he's knocked the F out. Am I right? Am I right? Anyway, you guys get the idea. I'm going to, for you guys that are watching on uh, Facebook, I'm going to paste a link here to YouTube. Smash that like button and head on over to YouTube. You guys do the same thing over here on Instagram. But anyway, can you believe that shiznit, right? So then, so then Rolo... Right yesterday, last night on Twitter, Rolo retweeted one of uh, Glenn's tweets about Summer Smash yesterday. So so far, we've got Kevin against me. We've got Rolo against me. We've got that 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 jabroni Jack Napier against me. I heard Offy Kingdom, Offy Kingdom's rooting against Glenn. They're all against me at Summer Smash. Right? I guess I'm the underdog here, guys. Everybody is impressed with Glenn because of his size. All right, that's okay underestimate me because I don't fight fair. Okay. I'm the dirtiest player in the game, baby. Winners find a way to win and I will retain this title come hell or high water. All right. You can, you can bet on that. All right. Yeah. Nathan's got my back. Thanks brother. All right. Appreciate it. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about defending world, world manosphere titles. Uh, what we are going to talk about today are field reports, guys. What are field reports? Well, back in the original 3% man group, we would call these date updates or purpose updates. Okay. Essentially sharing what we were doing with the group. Uh, what's working, what's not asking for feedback, that sort of thing. Um, now I have an old blog article here from Roosh V that talks about this too, that I wanted to share. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about that and what and what Ryan Stone has to say in his latest book on Frame, which is right here, right? This book, Praxeology Volume One on Frame. Before we get into that, though, let's do our standard housekeeping. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. All right, drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are in the live chat right now, uh, please sound off. All right, that that'll that'll help. Uh, keep this going by smoother. Uh, it'll make the show last the full hour. Otherwise, I don't know if this will last full hour today. There's not a whole lot really you can get into when it comes to uh, telling people to uh, take accountability for themselves, <laughs> right? And write write some stuff down and ask for feedback from, from other guys, right? Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. People on TikTok are still losing their mind over the video I did telling the guy who was crying online to not cry online. In fact, like I have people, uh, they'll go to other videos, like they'll go to my channel and then go through all my videos and then talk smack in all the videos. It's like, 
Wow. You're really up in your feels right now. That's all right. Keep commenting. Keep commenting. Support the show by sending a super chat. That's That helps probably more than anything else. Uh, get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you guys free stickers, right? Uh, and I have a whole bunch of extra of these ones. So I'm going to send be adding these to the, the, uh, the sticker envelopes as, uh, as they come in until these are all gone. There's only about 20 of those or so. Uh, but the, but what's really getting people to sign up for the email list is the PDF that I have now with 20 dating app openers. So if you sign up for the email list now, you get a PDF with 20 dating app openers, right? And then you, I'll also mail you stickers on top of that. So you get an immediate gratification with the 20 dating app openers uh, PDF, and then I'll also mail you some stickers. So it's, 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 it's a win. It's like a double win for you guys. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. We are over halfway through the month. I'm giving it away all month long for 25% off for Patreon members. So if you haven't joined the Patreon yet, uh, get on the Patreon. You can join for as little as 10 bucks and uh, you can get those for 25% off. If you're already in the Patreon and you haven't taken the course yet, grab that coupon code, man, and, and go take the course. Speaking of the Patreon... You can join the Patreon with a uh, with a trial now. So there's like a seven-day free trial of Tier 1. Um, with Tier 1, you get access to my exclusive Telegram group, monthly happy hour hangouts. The next one is tomorrow night, guys. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. If you guys want to join a good group of like-minded dudes, just get together, drink your favorite beverage of choice. Doesn't have to be alcohol, okay? But we, we get together and talk about guy stuff right? A lot of guys don't have an outlet where they could go and talk to other dudes, other dudes that are trying to level up other dudes that, uh, you know, have the same interests, right? A lot of guys, they have no friends outside their relationships, right? Oh, but my, but my girl, she's my best friend. I'll tell you what, if you treat your girl, like she's your best friend, you're going to end up in the friend zone. Even if you're married, you're going to end up in a dead bedroom and the, in the, in, in the friend zone, essentially. <laughs> okay. Save that kind of stuff, right? When you're having struggles, save that stuff for a good group of guy friends. This is the perfect outlet for it. And it's like, it's 10 bucks a month. Think of it like a, a cover charge to your, you know, to your favorite bar. Think of it like you're skipping scar Starbucks like once or twice a month, right? Join the Patreon. It'll give you a good outlet, a good group of dudes to come and talk to at least once a month, okay? Uh, I'll play a commercial for that. And then we will get to the topic at hand today. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash come on man pod. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. 
Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. All right. So, yeah, tomorrow night, guys, tomorrow night's the uh, the next meetup. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We had a blast the last one. All the all the guys from the premium tier showed up. Uh, even like one of the guys from the uh, from tier two showed up as well. And it, we had a good time, man. We talked about all sorts of stuff. We talked about like, you know, lift kits on trucks, <laughs> you know, stuff guys like to talk about, you know. Um, all right. So the title of this episode is Why Pickups Fail old school game right in parentheses it's really not old school game per se but it, it's titled that because uh it's sort of old school red pill in the fact that it, that the title was stolen from an article written by roosh v on his now defunct return of kings blog right so if you guys don't know who roosh v is roosh is uh he's one of the original three r's of the manosphere right you got roosh uh rollo and roycey okay Roosh, uh, he's sort of, he's totally left the space. Uh, side note, I just noticed that he permanently uh, took Return of Kings down. Okay. I used to often refer to an article on there. It wasn't written by Roosh. It was written by some other guy. Uh, but it was on how there's only four basic exercises you need to be in shape. Like, you've probably heard me talk about that. Well, I originally read it on, on Return of Kings. It was a blog post on there. But it made sense to me because in the military... We, uh, in the military, we, you know, those are the exercises we do, right? So I like to refer to that, that article. Well, he took the, he took it down. If you go to return of Kings now, it's, it just, it all redirects to one page explaining how Roosh found God and, and how you need to be an Orthodox Christian and to go to his new website. And, and, you know, he's got a new book out on his salvation and all that stuff. No, Ross Jeffries is it. He was a pickup artist, but he's not considered uh, he's not considered one of the R's of the manosphere, unfortunately. <laughs> Guy's a legend, though. Guy's a legend. Anyways, luckily, all that information, all that information that used to be on Return, Return of Kings has been archived on the Red Pill Archive, right? God bless that site, okay? So let's take a look at Roosh's article um, from, it's from, October of 2012. Let me bring this up here. All right. I don't know if you can see it very well, but we'll go through this, right? It's a very short article, but he wrote this in October 2012 on Return of Kings. It was called Why Pickups Fail. So I'm just going to, I'm literally going to just read this through because uh, it's real short. But he says, last summer in Poznan, I think that's how you pronounce it. The going got tough where I was no longer getting one night stands on weekends. I had to fall back to day game and long-form dating in order to keep my sexual activity at a desired level. Nonetheless, every night I went out, my goal was still to get laid. Numbers and kisses aren't bad, but I want to completely seal the deal with a new chick whenever I step out the step out of the door. It's a pretty lofty goal, for <laughs> right? For those two summer months, I started to collect reasons why I didn't get the same night bang. Many nights had multiple causes for failure, here are the reasons I tracked from uh, from most from most frequent to least. Twenty five percent could not isolate solid prospect from her social circle. 
19%, not enough women in the venues I went to. 13%, girls I connected with most had a boyfriend. 6%, girls a uh, girl was 100% firm and not, yeah, we're past the eight minute mark. Girl was 100% firm and not fucking same night. 6%, I wasn't horny enough to make committed approaches. 6%, I failed to venue change to my place after the kiss. 6%, no girl was buying what I was selling. <clears throat> Nothing but rejections all night long. 6%, deadly late game cock block. <laughs> 6%, escalated too early and scared girl away. 3%, just wasn't feeling it. And he says, I noticed that reasons for failure fall under three categories. One, the environment, e.g. not enough girls. Two, my own ability or mood. So escalate too early, wasn't horny. Three, combination of the above two, couldn't isolate, right? He says, my goal was to reduce failure in situations that I could affect. So I made three immediate changes. I started asking girls if they had a boyfriend. This helped me avoid girls who weren't serious about having sex. I avoided girls in big groups. Isolation and cock blocks are consistent issues with group approaches. At three, I ditched girls who put out a prudish vibe. With the three changes I made, I ended up talking to less girls per night, but got slightly more closes. Uh, he says a kiss or more. Log reasons for failure in the next month or two. Every night you don't reach your goal, getting a number, kiss, or one night stand. Write down why you why you failed. Look at that list after a while to see if there are any changes you can make, make which would improve your which would improve your odds. God, I need more coffee. My decision to quickly screen for Polish girls with uh, screen for Polish girls with boy boyfriends, for example, saw an immediate positive change. While a big part of getting laid is to repeat actions that are working, sometimes it's more about avoiding behaviors or situations that you're sure aren't. Uh, that you're sure are not helping you reach your goal. All right. By Roosh. All right. Does that all make sense here? Okay. Short article, short article. I'll post a link to it. So this is, like I said, this is, uh, it's preserved in the red archive, uh, the red pill archive, <clears throat> but it used to be on return of Kings. So, but you see what he did there? Things weren't working for him. And uh, so he sat down and tried to figure it out. Right. He sat down. And he's like, OK, what what's working? What's not right? He's he essentially uh, is making a field report. <laughs> OK. Um, so he's right. He's telling us basically write our field reports. Right. So Ryan Stone in his latest book on frame. Right. This one. Great book. Great book. Uh, it talks about the importance of writing field reports as well. He He has a whole chapter on this, actually. And uh, now he says, this helps us with our OODA loops. What's an OODA loop, Paul? I'm glad you asked, guys. Do you know what an OODA loop is? Anybody in the chat? OODA loop? Have you ever heard of OODA loop? <laughs> Sounds funny, doesn't it? It's, uh, it's an acronym that stands for Observe, Orient, Decide, Act. Okay. It was, uh, there was a 20th century fighter pilot and military strategist uh, who came up with this. He came up with UDA as a way to make strategic decisions quicker in warfare. I mean, think about it. You're a fighter pilot. You got to be able to, to think a split second. Like things are happening at super fast speeds. You know, you, you got to be able to, to, to act and think quickly, right? Yeah, exactly. 
I'll put it up on the screen here. Thanks, Justin. Observe, orient, decide, act. Yeah. So it makes sense, right? Like a fighter pilot would need to be able to think and act quickly and calibrate and 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 uh, reorient and and change what he's doing. <clears throat> okay. So according to uh, <clears throat> man, these early mornings. According to TechTarget.com, there are some advantages and disadvantages to an OODA loop. So. <clears throat> some advantages and it, it enables quicker, more streamlined decision processes. Okay. It trains individuals to have a shorter reaction time. It generates less friction for all parties involved in making decisions. It creates more dynamic, flexible, and competitive conditions. It brings more organizational transparency and situational awareness, promotes creativity and innovation, emphasizes uh, preparation as the key to good decision making, and focuses on certainty rather than uncertainty. Okay. Us guys, we need certainty. We need it. <laughs> right. Some disadvantages, they listed out a bunch of disadvantages too, but they don't really matter for our purposes. Right. The site talks about corporate group group examples, right? Why it might might not work. But the fact is that OODA is really easy to implement for men to observe their results, okay? Decide what led them to those results, come up with alternative solutions to achieve their actual desired results, and how to act on those solutions, all right? So that comes back to why it's important to write our action reports, okay? According to uh, Ryan's book, our, our, our brains are lazy, our egos are fuzzy, <laughs> our focus is misplaced, and our memory is short, right? He basically likens it to the telephone game. <clears throat> Have you guys ever played the telephone game? Anybody? Telephone game in school? So if you guys have never heard of the telephone game, like if you've been living under a rock or something like that, telephone game is a pretty fun game that kids used to play. We used to play it in school, but basically you line up, right? You get a whole group of people, you line up, you have uh, one person on one end, think of like a, a phrase, right? It could be like the, the, the brown dog jumped over the lazy cow or something like that, right? And then they whisper it in the next person's ear and then that person listens to it and they got to basically the faster they do it, the better, right? So they listen to the phrase, they turn and they say it to the next person. Well, by the time it gets to the last person in the line, usually it's it's uh, totally messed up. It's totally changed, <laughs> right? Sometimes I remember when I was a kid, though, <clears throat> kids would purposefully change it, right? They would like midway down, just make up something completely different, <laughs> right? But but still, the idea of uh, if, if people aren't doing that, it still gets messed up by the end. And that's because... Uh, our memories are foggy, right? We sort of like have a hard time remembering exact phrases as we pass them along. And so those get distorted over time and stuff like that, right? So this is why it's important to actually write out your, your field reports. Um, or, you know, if you really want to be lazy, right, you could make a short video about it. That's what I used to do. Uh, my like my 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 uh, my field reports or date updates for the the original three percent man group. I would I would do it as a video. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But you really want to do it like relatively shortly after a date or an interaction with a chick, right? Or like maybe you were you you did go to hook up, or maybe you did actually hook up, right? 
it's good to write these field reports, even on your successes, right? Like, okay, I closed on her. This worked well. This is why it worked well, right? It's important to do it shortly after a date, right? And if you're, if you're honest with it, and while everything is fresh in your mind, you can be super accurate with it, okay? You could actually write down what worked, what didn't, ask for advice, and get productive feedback from group members. But this is why it's important to be honest with it, okay? Because a lot of guys, what they end up doing in these field reports, and it's not helpful, right, is they sort of embellish. They sort of brag. They sort of talk about, like, everything went great. I'm the fucking perfect man. Like, dude, I'm the man, <laughs> right? Because they're in a group of guys and they're all trying to A-bog each other. But if you're trying to level up, like, you can't do that. You got to be honest with yourself. You got to be like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm taking my hat off here, guys. Uh, I'm humble. Like, what, what could I have done better here? Like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing, right? If you have, if you don't have a, it's, it's really good to do this in a, in a group of, of, of other guys too, right? You could do this on your own. You could actually write down in a journal and then go back and review it yourself, but it's better to do this in, in a, in a good group of guys, right? Um, so you could do this if you don't have a group. Okay. You can join the 3% brother brotherhood group on Facebook, right? It's a good group. Uh, you just have to have read how to be a 3% man at least once to be able to answer the admin questions, but the link's in the description on, on YouTube here. Um, alternatively, if you don't want to read Corey's book right away, you can join the Patreon, right? At least tier one, get access to my exclusive Telegram group, as well as the monthly happy hour hangouts. Uh, the next one's tomorrow night. Remember, guys, next one's tomorrow night. But you could, you could join the, the, the Patreon at tier one and join the Telegram group if you don't want to read Corey's book. Um, Either way, though, it's best to do this as a group of like-minded guys, in my opinion, because not only are you recording things for yourself, but they can give you constructive feedback as well. All right. And this is helpful because if you've ever written a book or, or an essay, you guys, you guys have all written papers at school, right? You guys have written papers at school and you go back and you try to proofread your own work, like everything looks good, right? <laughs> you know, uh, because... When you're looking at it yourself, you're, you are you know what you were trying to say. You know what you're trying to say. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes all sense. But if you if you hand it off to someone else, right? Like if I'm writing a book right now. I'm going to hand it off to an editor. The editor doesn't know what I'm trying to say, right? Third parties don't know what the fuck you mean. So they're really good at, at finding the mistakes, finding the flaws and going, what are, you, what are you trying to say here? Or they're at least going to notice something. They're like, hey, I noticed this right here. Okay. And you like you'll end up missing your own mistakes uh, if you if you're just sort of reading it yourself, right? So it's good to have a group of other guys that can objectively look at it and say, "Oh, I see what you did wrong right here," right? <clears throat> Ryan talks about how to uh, if you guys aren't sure about how to write a field report, like Ryan's got a whole chapter on that in here too, right? Like how how to write uh, how to write a, a field report, but Essentially, what I would do, this is what I would do. Um, I, didn't, I don't think I necessarily followed it using Ryan's model. But what I would do is um, in the original 3% man group, immediately after a date, it was pretty much immediately after a date. Because I like, and I've talked about this on the podcast too, like unlike Roosh, I wasn't really trying to do same date lays. You know, I wasn't trying to do same night lays every time I went out. I, I would go into first dates like it was a chemistry test. I just wanted to see if I liked her or not. 
Uh, but I would always go for a kiss, right? That was, that was my, that was my thing. If I liked her, I was always going to go for a kiss. If I didn't like her, I wasn't going to do that, but I was always going to have a good time no matter what. Right. Cause if it was going to be a catfish day, I was going to use it for practicing body language and banter and all that kind of stuff. It was, it was a, it was a good opportunity for that, but I had different goals than, than Rouge, but I would, I would make a date update pretty much right after, right after the date. What I would do is, uh, you know, go in for a kiss, get in my car drive like i'm going home and then uh on the way home there was always this uh this auto zone parking lot and it was always empty by the time i i got there right because like western slope everything closes at like 8 p.m here <laughs> so anyway i pull into this empty auto zone parking lot where there was lighting and i would record myself in the in the car and i because it was fresh in my mind i just came from the date right and so I would sit there in my car and uh, I would make a quick, quick video while everything was fresh in my mind about what worked, what didn't, what, you know, I, I would update the guys on what I thought went well, you know, things from the book that worked like a charm, what didn't work so well from the book. Uh, I talked about girls' reactions to what I did and stuff like that, right? A lot of the time, my videos were, were very positive, you know, things went well, but there was one day update, uh, you know, or field report that really sticks out for me. One of them, I, I distinctly remember this, right? Because I, I made a ton of those, and all of them are gone now. You guys can't go back and look at my old my old reports because they're all gone now. the The original group got got wiped out. Um, Facebook deleted it, but one sticks out in my mind, right? Because it was with a Marine Corps chick. Okay. If you guys go back and listen to early episodes, I dated Marine Corps chick for like three months for about three months. Okay. So I was with Marine Corps chick and I had her at my house on the second date. And for whatever reason, I couldn't close the deal. Okay. I couldn't close the deal. Every other chick I had brought back to my place up to this point was, it was a done deal. It was pretty much a done deal, but not Marine Corps chick. All right. And so after, after she left, I just remember feeling like deflated. I remember feeling deflated and defeated. And I was like, what the, what went wrong here? What didn't I do? And so I, I made a quick video. I made a quick video update, qu quick field report. Um, and I posted in the group. And as I reviewed what happened in that night, I realized that uh, it, a lot of guys were pointing this out, right? They're asking questions. They're asking clarifying questions, right? But what I ended up figuring out was I was sitting too far away from her on the couch. I didn't move in closer and try to do any keno escalation, right? I wasn't properly escalating. That's why, that's why it would have it would have happened. Right. Chicks don't just come over to your house because they don't they don't expect anything to happen. Women are, are stupid, you know. They know that if they're going to your house, sex is a is a high probability, right? As long as you don't you don't step on your dick, you don't fuck it up, right? It's it's pretty much a done deal. But I wasn't making things happen. I, I literally sat on the other side of the couch from her. She sat on one side. And instead of trying to sit next to her so I can get close to her and talk to her, I, I was uncomfortable. And I sat on the, uh, like the complete other side of the couch. And normally, if you ask nurse chick, that's where I always sit. <laughs> I always sit on the one side of the couch. So I sat completely on the opposite side of the couch from her and just talked to her like we were friends. That's how you end up in the friend zone, guys. So what I should have done is, is, uh, is set, like sat in the middle of the couch, sat next to her, right? Get close to her. All right. Let's see here. So, 
yeah, so I posted that in the group. Guys jumped in asking clarifying questions. I mentioned that already. And previous situation, they asked about previous situations that helped me think more about what I did wrong. They're like, well, in the past situations when it worked, what, what did you do differently? Right. And, uh, and so it was, it, it, it became very clear that I was just, I was just not, uh, properly, you know, I wasn't, uh, closing that proximity. I wasn't keno escalating and stuff like that. Right. Oh, let's see here. So what was great about this? It was all very helpful because after that, uh, the next day I went on with Marine Corps chick was, which was the third day I was able to close. Right. I was able to take what I did wrong from that previous, uh, that previous, uh, date and do the opposite. Right. I, I sat closer to her. I keno escalated. I make sure I was, I was doing two steps forward, one step back as we learned in the book, uh, in, in how to be a 3% man. I was doing that sort of thing all night long, got her back to my place again. And then I sat closer to her this time. I kept doing the two steps forward, one step back thing. And it, and I was able to close the deal by the third date, right? I had clarity. And that's that's the, the name of the game here with these field reports. It, it, if you have, you have It gives you clarity, right? This, this sort of thing doesn't just work with dating and pickup either, either, though. It can help with all areas of your life, all right? Another thing guys would do in the old group was make purpose updates. All right. Most of the time it was just, you know, guys bragging what they were up to. If I was, if I'm going to be honest though. <laughs> right. But they could, they could totally use purpose updates at the same capacity. Maybe they're working on a promotion and they can never seem to get it. Right. They can never seem to get it. This would be a perfect case for making a purpose update or, you know, as a field report and, and it take an honest look at your performance at work. Right. Take your ego out of it. Think about what you could do better. If you absolutely can't think of anything, other guys in the group can ask clarifying questions and, and dig it out for you, okay? Big thing with all this, though, is to take an honest evaluation and let go of your ego investment. Be humble with these, all right? Like I said before, you got to be humble with these. You got to be honest with these because if you're not honest, you're, not, you're never going to figure out what you're doing wrong, <clears throat> okay? Uh, that's, I mean, that's really pretty much it guys. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. You want to, you want to, uh, be able to, 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 to sit down and think about honestly, like what, what are my goals? What are my goals? Why am I not achieving these goals? Okay. My goal is to, to, to get a girlfriend, right. But I can't get past the second or third date. Why is that? You want to sit down and, and write out, okay, well, I did get a girl on a date. What did I do on the date? Right. And you write, you, you write it all down or you make a video about it, <clears throat> but you, you got to be absolutely honest with it. So that way, when you review it back, right, you take a, you take a second look at what you're, what you're saying or what you're, what you wrote down. It, it, it becomes clear. You're like, Oh, that's what I did wrong. I could see it now. Right. And if you can't see it, that's why, you know, like I said before, it's, it's good to have a group of guys that could ask clarifying questions to help dig it out, right? Help you start to realize what you're doing wrong. Okay. Super helpful. I'm one of the few guys in this space, right? That I offer a coaching service. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at this because I'm one of the few guys in the space that will be honest and say, you don't need a coach. <clears throat> if you're, if you are a self-starter, if you're self-motivated, if you got discipline, 
right? You can read these books that I talk about all the time and go out and practice it, right? Go out and practice what you're learning in these books and then go back to a, a group like the 3% man or 3% brotherhood group, okay? And do your date updates and then figure out what you're doing wrong <clears throat> and then adjust, make new, uh, make new goals and make decisions on what you're going to do going forward. Be like, okay, this didn't work. I'm going to try this. Go forward, test it out like a science experiment. Treat all of this stuff like it's a science experiment, okay? You're just collecting data. And go out and do it and then reevaluate, okay? If you do that, you'll be able to level up and get better and you'll start to improve on your on your whatever situation it is. A lot of you guys are here to, for, for the whammon, okay? All this stuff will help you get better with the whammon. You don't need a coach if you're self-motivated. Where, where coaching helps out though is if... If you need someone to hold your hand, you know, it's, you need someone and that's, it's not bad, right? Some guys just, they're not thinking about this stuff all the time. They, they need someone to give them that nudge saying, Hey, go out and do this and then check in with them in a week and go, Hey, did you do this? Right. Cause if guys, some guys, if they don't have someone asking them, Hey, did you go do what we talked about? They won't do it. Right. They don't have the, the, the self-motivation to get off their ass to go do that sort of thing. That's where coaching is, is very helpful. It can be very helpful, right? And it's worth the money if that's what if that's something that you need. If but you got to be honest with yourself about it. You know what I mean? All this stuff is you got to be honest with yourself about the stuff, and then you'll you'll get better results. Okay. So <clears throat> this is one way where you don't need a coach. If you do, if you follow this, if you read the books and you go out and apply it and then reevaluate with, with the information that you get from, from these field reports. You'll do, you'll do just fine. You'll do just fine. The information is, is, is free or cheap out there. In fact, uh, I posted a link to, to Rusha's uh, article uh, in the, in the live chat. It's also in the description as well. But uh, if you go to that article, that website, that the link that the links on the red pill archive, dude, all that information is free. Okay. You could go out there. All this information is freely available. It's been written over a period of well over 10 years. <laughs> you know, and uh, you can take the knowledge of these guys that went before you and and then just go out and apply it for yourself. Okay. And then make these updates and reevaluate. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Short episode today, guys. And you guys in the chat are very quiet. <laughs> Nathan's right. The the group is a great sounding board. Brother Nathan's in the in the in the group. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap it up here. I don't have much else to say about the subjects. Pretty, pretty simple, short episode today. Be sure to tune in Friday. I plan on talking about another old school red pill post, this time from a guy called Arschwinger. I think that's how you pronounce it. Archwinger, Arschwinger, whatever. About how communication is validation seeking behavior. Okay. It's counterintuitive to everything we've been taught. Right. <clears throat> We got to communicate more, right? That's the, that's the key to a relationship. You got to communicate more. Uh, that's always the case. That's always the case, right? Because men and women communicate differently. We, we communicate differently. I'm listening to the tactical guide to women right now by Shanti Smith, man. What a phenomenal book. What a phenomenal book that is. One of the things that he's talking about right now is how <clears throat> during an argument, during an argument between men and women, both men and women have a fight or flight response. Okay. But men chemically tend to come down from that fight or flight response faster than women do. 
Okay. That's why we calm down. And then we are like, why won't she drop it? Why won't she drop it? Because women don't come down as fast. So they're still on the, 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 the effects of adrenaline in their system and they're pissed still. <laughs> right. And so we're like, why won't she drop it? Like we're, we're done. Like we're, we're sort of over it already. And so women like, so we look at it like Jesus, you know, women just can't let things go. And then, but women on the other hand, cause they're still under the effect of that adrenaline will look at us like, because we've calmed down already. Like we don't care. Right. And so they're still wanting to, to fight because they're still in that, in that fight or flight mode. So understanding the differences between uh, men and women and how we're different chemically, right. And how we communicate differently. Sometimes it's, it, communication is not the best option. All right. And so this article is pretty good. We'll talk about that Friday. Tune into that right here on uh, YouTube at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Other than that, I don't see any other super chats. Like I said, short episode today. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji, you know what to do. You guys watch every, every uh, hopefully every stream, <laughs> at least on the replay. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Thank you. Uh, oh, Brother Nathan did send a super chat, didn't he? He did send a super chat. Hold on. We got... He did. Yeah, here we go. Brother Nathan gets this. I don't want to forget. I don't want to be an Ad Adam Sosnick. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy fucks. So, uh, but yeah, send super chats if you guys tune into these. Oh, shoot. Uh, on Monday, on Monday during the, uh, during the, uh, the premiere, because I'm not, I'm not on live on Monday. Someone sent a super chat to you. They sent a $10 super chat. I can't remember their name. I'll give you a shout out on social media though for that. Okay. Just, so, just so you know, I'm not forgetting about you. I did see that, uh, but I can't remember your name off the top of my head and I apologize for that. So I will, I'll, I'll give you a shout out on social media, uh, for that super chat. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see, where are we at? We're, we got to go back here. Get on the email list, list.com on manpod.com. I'll send you, uh, I'll give you a, a free PDF with 20 dating app openers. And these dating app openers are designed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. All right. Cause women aren't <clears throat> reading every message. What they're doing is they're looking at, at like, they usually have like 200 guys. <laughs> They'll have 200 guys that are, they're matched with. And they're just looking at what guys are saying in preview mode. And if you're just saying hi or hand wave emoji or, or something that just gets lost in the sauce, they won't even open your message. That's why a lot of you guys are like, I can't even get a girl to reply back to me. It's because your messages suck, right? Your openers suck. So these 20, 20 uh, openers are, are designed to capture attention in the first seven words. And what you guys should be doing with this, and, and actually, if you read the PDF, it's not just a list. I, like, I actually explain like, how this works, why I don't really like canned openers. <clears throat> but there's 20 of them there to, to choose from. And what you should be doing is testing them out, right? Go with, go like with 10 different chicks and try the same opener on 10 different chicks. Gather your results like a field report. Then do the next one. You have 20 of these. Okay. <laughs> you know, 10 girls each, see which ones operate the best, which ones are get the best reaction. And then go with the one that works the best and then modify it, right? Make it your own right? Test out your own. You'll get an idea of what I'm doing with, with the, the, these 20 that you'll be able to come up with your own. Okay. So get that, get on the email list. I'll also send you some free stickers as well, just for funsies. You can put them on the back of a, 
on the back of your laptop or, you know, on your car or whatever. Also, if you like those designs, they're available as merch as well at merch.comeonmanpod.com. I didn't say that at the beginning. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course. I'm giving it away for 25% off for all Patreon members. Get on the Patreon. You can join for as little as $10. And then you can get access to the Happy Hour Hangout. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. It's going to be live, not recorded. So it's just a group of dudes hanging out, drinking beers, talking about guy stuff. Okay, it's not recorded. It's unfiltered. You can say pretty much whatever you want within reason. All right. <laughs> and if you're one of those shy guys that don't want to show your face, you can turn your camera off. Okay. Turn your camera off and join and just, just talk. Okay. That's fine too. No one, no one's judging you for that. So do that. Get on the Patreon. Other than that, we will wrap up here and I'll see you guys on Friday. This has been the come on man podcast. Now go out and get it.